You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. the Spittin' Statistician, and you are listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Of course, I want to give a big shout-out to all our sports byline listeners around the country and to the American Forces Radio Network, to the servicemen and women getting a little taste of home from your boy, the Spittin' Statistician, helping you win your leagues and win that cash. we got a good show for you today. i got my man Donnie Burns with me on the ones and twos, keeping it so hot that we sweat steam. Yo, when it comes to the starting lineups that I've been giving you in Major League Baseball, I am killing it. I don't know why you guys aren't listening to me. I told you that there were ways to beat Chris Sale last night. The guy I gave you, oh, he just pitched a complete game shutout with 10 strikeouts. I hopefully... You know, if you listen to me, you won that cash last night. We got an update on the Tiger Woods situation. Remember, you had that DUI over the weekend. My man Donnie Burns is in town with me. So we're going to talk NBA Finals that kick off tomorrow, Game 1 with the Cavs and the Warriors. We're going to look at um, some of the odds for the MVP of the series. And Donnie and I are going to figure out where the best value is to bet if you want to bet on the MVP of the series, some of the series prices, things like that. And also, you know we've been covering the big three, okay? So we are not only covering it, we have rankings that we are going to debut today. We are going to give you the top you know, guards and wing players if uh, you want to see who's going to be putting up that production in Ice Cube's Big 3. Also, it's interesting. We got a lot of reaction in yesterday's show to the idea of uh, the participation trophies. Remember, I played that clip about Bryce Harper addressing some Little Leaguers and kind of the applause that happened in the background. So our poll question for you today, and remember, if you want to holler at me all hour, you can at 844-843-6879. You could also check us out on Twitter, at FNTSY Radio. You could always ask me questions. Follow me, at Spittin' Speeds. But we got this question up. Do you agree with the quote-unquote quote, participation trophy culture out there where everyone wins, the game ends in a ties, and everybody gets a trophy. You got time right now to vote. We're going to be talking about that a little bit later on. When we come back, though, I'm going to give you that starting lineup, who you need to win that cash in Major League Baseball tonight. I've been hot, yo, so hot that I sweat steam. Come on right back after the break. We're going to do it here. Fantasy Freestyle on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Come on back. Speeds and Spitting Statistician will hold you down. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle. It's your boy Dane Martinez here with my man Donnie Burns on the ones and twos. Giving it a little nice and smooth as funky as we come on back to close out a great May that we've had here on the Fantasy Freestyle as we're starting to move past Memorial Day into truly the boys of summer. And that means baseball, so let me get right into it, giving you my news and notes from around Major League Baseball here. Bryce Harper had his suspension reduced to three games. Remember, there was that brawl earlier on this week. We've been talking about it all week long. 
but he is in fact going to start serving that three game suspension today so he's probably going to be out of the lineup so uh, you know make those changes accordingly also Tampa Bay Rays starting pitcher Matt Andrees he's going to go to the DL he had a mid three ERA for the first uh, two months of the season he was doing all right he's got a groin strain they are saying that it's actually mild um, so this could be one of those cases of roster manipulation they think that because Tampa has a few off days coming up in the next 10 days they could put him on the shelf can go with a four-man rotation and allow Andres to heal we shall see about that Marlon slugger Giancarlo Stanton is day-to-day with a hamstring cramp he's got a little bit of a hamstring issue listen we've been talking about this during the season those hamstring injuries you need to rest take the actual time that you need to make sure you're 100 percent my case in point is Mr. Yoenis Cespedes he's been sidelined as soon as they tried to bring him back a little too early he then missed the following month also going to the DL Vince Velasquez from the Philadelphia Phillies he's got an elbow flexor strain this is concerning to me for two reasons One, this is a guy who has already had Tommy John surgery. So anytime there's some kind of strain or issue in that elbow again, it's a big concern. And, you know, there's another Philly who had this exact same injury and it ended his career. That was Cliff Lee. After he had this injury, he never pitched again. So keep an eye out on Vince Velasquez. Also, here at the Fantasy Freestyle, I want to tip our cap formally to Albert Pujols, who hit his 599th career home run yesterday. He sits at ninth place all time. The interesting part is he's done it. This is his 17th Major League Baseball season. The top seven on the all-time list all played 22 years in Major League Baseball, okay? Bonds, Aaron, Ruth, A. Rod, Mays, Griffey, and even Tommy, uh, Jim Tomey. Sammy Sosa is ninth on the uh, eighth on the list. Six hundred and nine career home runs. You got to think Albert Pujols will pass him this season as well. If you're wondering who the next two active home run guys, it's Miguel Cabrera with four hundred fifty one, and then Adrian Beltre with four hundred and forty five. They will continue to go up the uh, all time rankings as well. Keeping it moving here, though. As we give you my starting lineups, as you know here on the Fantasy Freestyle, we hold ourselves accountable. Speeds isn't just out there saying random stuff. On the following day, I hold myself accountable. You could check the tape if you download on iTunes or Google Play, Audio Boom, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, whatever the case may be. If you heard yesterday's show, I told you I did not like Chris Sale at that 11000 price going against his former team. I was And because the... White Sox hit lefties. I told you there were ways to beat him. Uh, sailed through five innings, gave up five runs. He did strike out nine and did get the win because the Red Sox ultimately won that game 13-7. to But I said that there were two guys that I liked that were $2,000 cheaper that I wanted to use to beat him. The first was Verlander against that piss-poor Kansas City Royals offense. He got a quality start, went seven innings, giving up only one run, striking out five. So that was better than Sale. But the other guy I gave you, and I've been telling you that he is my guy all season long. I have been high on this guy and it is Robbie Ray. Robbie Ray with a complete game shutout last night. He struck out 10 against the Pittsburgh Pirates. He now has a streak of 24 and two-thirds scoreless innings. I call it, you know, we used to have that show Shot Callers. That was a shot called by your boy Speeds, the spitting statistician. I'm going to tell you tonight, 
who to go for as well. Tonight, the chalk, the most expensive guy out there is Max Scherzer. And listen, Max Scherzer is a great pitcher out there in San Francisco. That's a nice um, pitcher's ballpark. But I am leery of this series because, remember, we had the brawl. Could there be some retribution? I don't know, so I'm staying away from that because of the bad blood. Who knows what's going on in that game? Two guys, though, that I think are very viable tonight. So you want to get these guys in your lineups if you can. First is obviously Jake. Jacob Degrom, Jacob Degrom at eleven thousand two hundred, going against, going against. Um who are they playing tonight? Going against the, the Brewers, I believe. Yeah. And the Brewers are second most strikeouts in the National League. They have struck out 484 times already. Only the Padres have more. And DeGrom has been a strikeout machine in his last three home starts. In his last three home starts against the Angels, the Giants, and the Nationals, he's had 30 strikeouts in those three home starts. The Mets are also minus 175 tonight. They are your biggest home favorite on the board. I like me some DeGrom. The other guy I like... We have the return of James Paxton tonight, 8,800 being activated from the disabled list for the Seattle Mariners. This guy was nasty, if you remember, in the first month or two of the season with a 1.43 ERA. I like that right now. So my guy would be Paxton if you want to, you know, not spend as much money, get a little bit of a value. Paxton at 8,800 is my shot called for tonight. Um... I think it's very interesting, though. We have that poll question up, right? We have that poll question. Do you agree with the participation trophy culture? Right now, it's very interesting. Only 3% of you are saying yes. You agree with kind of like everyone winning, games end in ties, give the trophy to everybody. 75% of you say no, and 22% of you say only up to a certain age. I can I can see that if maybe, you know, you're not a teenager yet. Where, you know, you got a team of seven seven-year-olds. I can see how you want to, you know know kind of give everybody the trophy there a little bit later on though i'm gonna ask my man donnie burns what he thinks that age line is because some of you guys do think up to a certain age but it brings me to another story i wanted to talk to you guys about i read something in vice this week that i thought was interesting and they're talking about um the new york yankees and how they're kind of fun again and part of the reason they're saying that the yankees are fun again is because they're now removed from was that what was that George Steinbrenner win at all costs kind of culture okay or kind of mindset you know they were under George they were these kind of championship robust and so the fans started to believe it too now you know, we're here in New York at Rock and Riley's and Midtown Manhattan in Studio 34. So these uh, New Yorkers over here probably know. But the Yankees haven't won a World Series since 2009. You know, and that culture, they used to win at multiple World Series every decade. You know, and they have been kind of non-contenders for a long stretch. I would say the longest stretch since, I don't know, the mid-80s. You know, when I was growing up and you had Ricky Henderson and, you know, Willie Randolph, Dave Winfield and those guys. But... This run of like their core four and all those championships, you know, it was sustaining the fans for a while because you had the, the Mariano Rivera retirement ceremony, the Derek Jeter tour, you know, all that stuff. But now, you know what happened last year when they weren't expected to do anything? Gary Sanchez came on the scene and they made a little run in the second half, right? They didn't make the playoffs. But here's the thing. It was still considered a success. And now, you know, you had this like glass, glass half full kind of thing. And now fans that are seeing the development of guys like Sanchez and Severino and Bird and, of course, Aaron Judge this year, it makes it like you can still celebrate that even if they fall short. Now, they're kind of ahead of schedule, right? But when you see that development, 
and you see, you know, kind of uh, the glass half full. I wonder if that on a team level means people would answer this poll question a little bit different. The idea of the participation trophies, because last year's Yankees team did not make the playoffs, did not win at all, did not, you know, achieve that ultimate success. Yet the fans were still happy. Is that like the parents of the little league team where the boy who doesn't finish in first place still gets the trophy? Are you still happy? I wonder, you know, I understand that on an individual level, you want to earn, you want to win, you know, first place or bust. But at the team level, as a fan, can you still be happy about your team's, you know, production or ultimate result every single year? Because I remember as a Yankee fan having that culture of World Series or bust. And I got to tell you the truth. I'm enjoying this Yankees team. Even if they don't win the World Series, I am still happy about it. Does that mean I'm a fan who wants a participation trophy for the Yankees? I'm not sure. Um, but I do think it's interesting when you look at it at the team level or the individual level. When we come back. Here on the Fantasy Freestyle. First of all, I'm going to ask Donnie Burns, as a basketball coach, what he thinks that line is up to a certain age. And then we're going to go into MVP prices for the NBA Finals. All that and a lot more coming up when we come back here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. And, of course, big shout-out to our sports byline affiliates around the country and with the American Forces Radio Network around the world. Whether you're listening live or you download later on the Fantasy Sports Radio app, we'll take it either way as long as you still get to hear Fantasy Freestyle. So come on right back. You'll hear some more. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's your boy Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spitting Statistician, holding you down on a Wednesday evening here at uh, Rock and Riley's Studio 34, Midtown Manhattan. Here's what I want to do. We're going to get into the cipher. I got to give you some news and notes from around the NFL because, you know, it's, it's interesting. It's about time some people are starting to think about fantasy football and, you know, OTAs going on. I told you we're going to be bombarded by what I call greatest shape of his life stories. I told you last week that we're going to get bombarded by those, and there are some more. For example, Jets tight end Austin Safarian Jenkins, they're saying he's lost 20 pounds, okay? But they also reveal, he also revealed that he has been clean since January that he was in rehab that he has graduated from rehab and uh, that along with losing 20 pounds they're saying he is impressing at OTAs he's going to be battling with rookie out of Clemson Jordan Leggett for uh, that tight end opportunity for the Jets and remember moving from an offense that they had under Chan Gailey where they did not use the tight end at all to this offense now bringing in the guy who was the Saints uh, quarterbacks coach uh, Morton as their offensive coordinator they are going to utilize the tight end so there may be opportunity here for AS Jay. Um, also, in OTAs, we are hearing Julius Thomas now with the Miami Dolphins. They're saying, quote-unquote, he will be a thing in the Dolphins scheme. Remember, Thomas played under Adam Gaze in Denver years back, and in 27 games with the Denver Broncos, he had 24 touchdowns. So it seems like Adam Gaze knows how to get the best out of Julius Thomas. C consider that when you're in that kind of soft tier of tight ends. A lot of people think that anywhere from tight end 8 to 15 are kind of the same value. Maybe Maybe Julius Thomas is in that tier as well. Another greatest shape of his life story for you, Bears running back Jordan Howard. They say he is noticeably slimmer this year. 
a.k.a. greatest shape of his life. Howard himself said that he is losing weight because he wants to try to stay on the field and be a three-down running back. He says, quote, I feel like some people think I was a one-year wonder. He wants to get down and play a 225 pounds. Last year, he was at 230. I got to tell you something. They're going to need production out of Jordan Howard this year on the Bears. Look at this wide receiver depth chart for the Bears. I'm talking Cameron Meredith, Kevin White, Marcus Wheaton, Kendall Wright, and Victor Cruz are the five options right now for the Bears. So, uh, yeah, Jordan Howard, you are going to see some production. One note out of OTAs that I think is actually important. This is not a greatest shape of his life kind of story. Corey Coleman, the wide receiver for the Browns, was injured at OTAs while diving for a catch. Hugh Jackson, the coach, says he will be out a little while and they are not sure if he's going to be in team activities next month. Remember, Corey Coleman also had a freak accident um, injury last year where he broke his hand. Um, So maybe he is the dreaded injury-prone tag. Remember, your boy Speeds will be holding you down all summer long, giving you what you need as you start to enter into fantasy football drafts. But... We got the NBA Finals going on, so it's time for me to bring in my man, the love doctor and the basketball correspondent of Fantasy Freestyle. It is my man, Donnie Burns, on the ones and twos, keeping it so hot that we sweat steam. We've been talking about uh, the finals, which will kick off, uh, maybe tip off is a better word, tomorrow, 9 p.m. Eastern, will be game one. We broke down some of the matchups. I want to horn in a little bit on the guys down low, Tristan Thompson, and in my opinion, will be JaVel McGee, because more bad blood and more heat added to the fire. We have quotes. Uh, Dave McMenamin from ESPN reported that an anonymous Cavs player said about JaVel McGee, quote unquote, he will not be able to stay on the court this series because he's not smart enough to play in this series. I think, yo, shots fired. Continuing this war of words. These two teams do not like each other. I'm very excited. But Here's my question for you, Donnie Burns. Where do you think Miguel, uh, JaVel McGee, will be in this series? Do you think his role will be to kind of bang inside with Tristan Thompson? Will he be the guy that has to maybe go out to the perimeter and guard a guy like Kevin Love? Where do you see, because, you know, if Draymond is on LeBron, who's going to be out there on Kevin Love? Might it be JaVel McGee? What do you see for JaVel McGee's role in this series? I think he's going to play an important role because I don't see Zaza Pachulia doing it. And remember, when the Warriors were up 3-1 on the Cavs last year, a man by the name of Andrew Bogut had a big uh, role. What do you think McGee does in this series? Will he continue to just be shacked in a fool? Yeah, well, like you just mentioned, I don't believe that he's smart enough to play with Tristan Thompson. Okay. Here's the thing with Tristan Thompson. So you agree with this I anonymous do. Cavalier yeah. player? I do. And here's the thing with Tristan Thompson. Like I mentioned the other day, he's such a demoralizing player in terms of those offensive rebounds. If you give the best player in the world a second chance at the bucket, I mean, that's that's why I have Cavs in six. I, I think Tristan Thompson... Like I said, the, you have calves and six. Exactly, calves and six. I okay, do. and we're gonna. You want? I can write that down. If no, you we're like. gonna have to write it down. I think we're gonna yeah, be. I, I, I was gonna make my official yep. pick tomorrow on tomorrow's show, but uh, let's mark it down. The love doctor is going calves in six for that one. Okay, continue. And here's the thing: if Tristan Thompson, I was just talking to uh, Greg and Frank in the control room, if he can get anywhere from 12 to 15 rebounds, and you know more than half of those being offensive boards. Like I said, he's giving you know. Two of the top five players in the NBA, second chances and second looks. They have Kyle Korver now, which it's even a bigger weapon. So 
I really like the Cavs. I know I'm not with the majority on this one, but I really like the Cavs in six. I am mad at you, bro. I like you going out on a little bit of a limb. And for the series right now, if you like the Cavs, you can get them at plus 210. All right, Donnie? So if you throw 100 bucks on them, you're going to get 210 back. All right, so I think, you know, that may be where you want to go. Here's my question for you, though, Donnie. And, you know, you may not think this, but... um. Which of these teams is going to slow it down? The pace of this series, I the think, Cavs, is going to be absolutely. But the Cavs, listen, the Cavs have actually the highest uh, like PER ever yeah, this, but se- they this know, postseason. They know that they have to make this a one-on-one game. They cannot keep up with the pace that the Warriors can play at, and that's why I think they will be the first team to slow the pace They're going to be the first one to cry uncle and go half court. It. Yeah, because once they start running the court, and they're not going to be able to cover all four of those guys. They have right. one through four can shoot the three ball. They're not going to want to run that run and gun with the Warriors. That's why I feel they will be the first team to slow everything down. All right, I hear you. Okay, so I said, you know, Cavs are at plus 210 right now. Warriors at minus 240. You heard that uh, Donnie Barnes is going Cavs in six. I'll give you my official prediction before game one tomorrow night, but I do want to take a quick look at the MVP odds, okay, because I think there's some potential value there, especially, Donnie, if you think the Cavs are going to win the series. So check this out. LeBron and KD are your co-favorites at plus 220. Steph plus 250, Draymond at plus 600. Then are the two guys that I think are very interesting. Kyrie Irving plus 1,000. So if you bet 100 bucks on Kyrie to be the MVP and your Cavs do win and for some reason they don't give it to LeBron James, Kyrie Irving would get you 10 to 1 odds. And then, you know, the other guy at plus 1,600 that I think is interesting is my guy who I've been waiting to heat up all playoffs long, Clay Thompson at plus 1,600. You could get Kevin Love at plus 2,500. Ingudala at plus 6,000 in the field, meaning anyone else I did not name at plus 1,800. With those odds, yo, Donnie, if you like the Cavs to win this series, Kyrie at plus 1,000, Kevin yep. Love I at plus 2,500, where do you think the value is on these odds? I would probably have to go with Kyrie. Uh, you know, we kind of talked about this little guard matchup right. we have with Steph and Kyrie. Right. It's not necessarily, you know, what us talking, yeah, they're going to defend each other. However, if Steph does end up guarding Kyrie, the thing the Warriors struggled with most was when either Tristan Thompson or LeBron would set a screen. Steph wasn't tall enough to get through that and get a hand up. And, you know, Kyrie is one of the best point guards at attacking the rim. Absolutely. So that, if I were taking odds on uh, finals MVP, I do have Cavs in six. Right. I'd probably take Kyrie. Yeah, you're not going to make any money with LeBron, right? And maybe similar to how we've been saying LeBron is the MVP every, every year, you know, and they go elsewhere. Maybe Kyrie. That's interesting. Plus 1,000, 10 to 1 odds. Very, very interesting. Before we go to break, I want to just comment real quick on this Tiger Woods situation because um, the story changed a little bit. Tiger put out something saying that he was not actually there was no alcohol involved it was actually a reaction of multiple painkillers and he fell asleep at the wheel he then passed the breathalyzer test so first of all if you listen to fantasy freestyle you know we have been talking about these painkillers the chemical you know pain relief and all the implications of it but uh 
What I also think is interesting, so here's Tiger's statement. I understand the severity of what I did and take full responsibility for my actions. I want the public to know that alcohol was not involved. What happened was an unexpected reaction to prescribed medications. I didn't realize the mix of medications had affected me so strongly. I would like to apologize to my family, my friends, the fans, and it goes on for there. So he's talking about this prescribed, um, the painkillers, the prescribed medication. We've been talking about that on Fantasy Freestyle for a long time and all the dangers of it. Again, shout out to the Kyle Turley series that we talked about. And listen, this is just another kind of data point, another proof point around why these opiates and these chemicals, these pain pills are not the move. What I also think was interesting is Jack Nicholas came out and said that he feels bad for Tiger, said that Tiger's a friend of his, that he's been great to the game of golf, and that he needs our help, that he wishes him well. Remember, I've been telling you, you know, the kind of child star of it all, and these, these uh, athletes that have been put on a pedestal for so long, when they don't have that anymore, sometimes the spiral begins. And remember, the same thing we said with these retired players who don't have the glory anymore, but still have the pain medication in their medicine cabinet. I don't think Tiger Woods is far from this, but then again, that's just one man's humble opinion. However, it is your boy, Dane Martinez, speeds, the spitting statistician, giving it to you. I don't know, but I I wonder if that changes perceptions at all. You know, does it change perception that he wasn't drunk driving? You know, like, I wonder if that matters to any of the people out there that are, you know, judging him after that. If you want to get at me, let me know. At Spittin' Speeds on Twitter, 844-843-6879. Does that news change it at all for you? I'd love to engage with you on that. When we come back, though, Donnie Burns and I, we unveil the first part of our big three fantasy rankings. I'm real excited to do that. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spittin' Statistician, here on the Fantasy freestyle on the award winning fantasy sports radio network we'll be right back Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle. It's your boy Dane Martinez holding you down on a Wednesday evening as we close out the month of May and truly head into the boys of summer. I got my boy Donnie Burns with me on the ones and twos. So hot that we sweat steam. Blowing up like a Samsung 7. Blowing up like Tiger Woods' car insurance. Yo, check it out. You're listening live right now. You could holler at me if you want. You could find me on Twitter at Spittin' Speeds. But if you're not listening live, it's okay. There's so many places you can still get Fantasy Freestyle and all of the incredibly hot shows here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It could be my men that are down there right now, Greg Sussman and Frank Stanfield and that best friends forever. It could be the King Scott Angle, my man Tony Sincata and Benny Riccardi on that DFS lineup lock show. And it is all free, okay? This way you save your money so you could invest that money, gamble that money, and win your leagues and win that cash. You could also get us on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. You could also subscribe, you know, on iTunes, Audio Boom, Google Play, TuneIn Radio. And if you do it that route, do me a favor. Leave a review. Write a review. Tell them how much you love Speeds of Spitting Statistician. It helps us, you know, kind of move up in the uh, search terms and in the rankings. Every little bit helps. You know, the other thing you can do if you want to win your leagues and win that cash 
is use that rotoexperts.com exclusive edge in-season fantasy baseball package because it is your ultimate bench coach for the 2017 season. Stay ahead of the pack with our in-depth statistical breakdowns, our trend analysis, and our player insights. Become a waiver wizard and learn how to scan the numbers like a roto scientist. We help you set the ideal lineup every week, and this season, you get a built-in fantasy training staff with our new injury advisor, powered by InsideInjuries.com. Get the rotoexperts.com exclusive edge in-season fantasy baseball package now. And start soaring to the top of the standings. Also, if you enter promo code free radio at checkout, you get a special discount. And like I said, this is free radio. Okay, save that money. This way you could enter these DFS tournaments. That way you could, you know, more leagues. All right. You could, if you listen to Don Burns, you could put a couple of shekels on Kyrie Irving to win the MVP of the finals and you will get your money back tenfold. Okay, but check it out. Here's what we're going to do right now as we put the fun in functional sports radio. Like I said, Donnie Burns and I have probably been the only people out there that are really covering this big three league. I think they're doing a lot of things right. Ice Cube's brainchild. Remember, they had the combine. They had the draft. They have eight teams. Okay, and there's going to be four games. You know, every Sunday, starting on June 25th at the Barclays. Okay, and it's an incredible idea. It's something like a barnstorming tour, and I think it's awesome, especially this year in the NBA when people were, you know, a little disenfranchised. Fans saying, "Hey, I pay my ticket. I don't know if Steph Curry's going to play. I don't know if LeBron James is going to play with all that rest." You know, you are going to get all of these rosters there, and all of these, uh, you know, former greats and veterans, and a lot of retired NBA players. So we thought about it. Here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, we talk fantasy. We had to make fantasy rankings, so we're going to get into that a little bit. But first, uh, let's get into this promo. Big three doing big things over here. Donnie Burns, let's play that clip and get people excited about what they're going to see on the big three. You know, we're dedicated to competition, and they're going hard, and they're passionate. About no participation trophies. The mindset that we believe in, and that's just playing hard, like leaving it out on the floor. You know, we all grew up playing three-on-three basketball, and so that's what makes this big three so special is an opportunity to play a sport that we've all played from childhood, but we've never been able to play it professionally. When you play half-court basketball, you got to be more creative. It ain't as easy as what people think. In three-on-three, you cannot hide. I know everybody in the combine, and we're looking for guys that want to play hard. I guarantee you when the first guy gets scored on, it's going to turn into some outside park basketball. Got the first pick, so hey, I'm excited about that. Rashad McCants, how does it feel being the first pick in the Big Three draft? Being the first pick, man, it's humbling. We had our first combine and draft. It was everything I dreamed it would be. To be able to play against your former comrades and teammates is going to be priceless. You know, everybody's out there we want to win, and it's going to be competitive. So we're going out to win this thing. There ain't no friendships in this. Oh, man. There it is, yo. I'm telling you, these guys are going to ball out. I don't think there's going to be any participation trophies in a big three. They're all talking a big game. But like they said, the first time someone gets scored on, I think it's going to get very real very quickly. So what we did, um, Donnie Burns and your boy Speeds, the spitting statistician, the interesting thing here, unlike you know NBA where you got guards, you got forwards, and you got your centers, here we only made two kind of position Categories, okay? Because you're going to have, on a three-on-three, you're going to have your bigs down low, and then you're going to kind of have like your guards or your wing players, okay? So we put the guards and wings together. We're going to unveil our top, I think it's our top seven that we're going to unveil today. And then tomorrow, we're going to do our our top tier of bigs and kind of rank them as well going into this, okay? So part of this... 
is we had to think about, listen, this three-on-three league, the scoring is probably going to come from these guards, okay? Your guards are probably going to be the guys you want to invest early-round fantasy draft picks on because I don't think, you know, I don't think these bigs, you know, your guys like uh, Kenyon Martin, your guys like Jerome Williams, they're not going to be producing. This league is going to be predicated on, you know, ballers and crossovers and four-point shots, for goodness sake. So, I mean, I think your guards are going to be very heavy. The way we did this, and Donnie... Maybe what we need to do is also maybe tweet out the rankings when we're done, okay, and put them out there in a spreadsheet or something like that so people can see how we rank them. But we put them in tiers, okay, and, you know, you heard in that little promo cut that uh, Rashad McCants was the number one overall pick in the Big Three inaugural draft. We have him as the eighth highest ranked guard play, okay? Because a lot of these guys that we like were co-captains and stuff were already assigned to the teams before the Big Three draft took place. We do like Rashad McCants kind of in that second tier. Uh, We like him alongside guys like Larry Hughes on the Killer Threes, Bonzi Wells on Tri-State, Ricky Davis on the Ghost, Ghost Ballers. We think that's the kind of middle level shall we say of the big three um so what we're going to do though is we're going to get into the top tier here are seven highest rated and highest ranked guards okay or wing players some of these are wing players and the first thing i noticed don is that listen the killer threes have two of our top seven guards the three-headed monsters have two of our top seven guards and so there's no reason why if we look then later on in our power rankings both of those teams are going to be pretty high up in our uh you know power rankings and predictions for this but starting at number seven we have uh, probably the lead guard of the Ghost Ballers, and that's Mike Bibby. So, Donnie, how do you think Mike Bibby's game translates to this kind of three-on-three format? Now, I usually I would probably pick a player like Mike Bibby, but I've actually, you know, we have Instagram and Twitter and all that now. Yeah. So we have been able to see some of these players play now. Okay. And Mike Bibby looks a little bit unathletic. He doesn't look like himself. Oh, anymore. wow. Throwing some shade guards, at yeah, Mike some Bibby. Some of these guards above him look a lot better in okay. a lot of these social media accounts and whatnot. So that's why we have him so low. Donnie um, Burns throwing shade at the shots, captain yep. of the Ghost Ballers, yeah. uh, Mike Bibby. In the number six spot in our rankings, we have Steven Jackson representing the Killer Threes. Um, as a co- now, now, this guy this guy can shoot it. We know that. Do you think he's going to be taking advantage of the four-point shot much at all? I think he will be. He will also probably be taking advantage of people down low because he was, if you remember, a very tough player. That's true. And throughout his career, I think he averaged about 15 points. So he he can score. He's not. He can't get his shot as easily as he probably wants to nowadays. But I mean, he can still score, man. But remember, on this team, he's going to have a guy like Chauncey Billups creating for him. So maybe you know you see a lot of Chauncey driving to the hole, kicking out to Stephen Jackson. But you also are correct. Stephen Jackson's a guy who can back you down as well. Kind of more of those wing guys in this three-on-three format. I think it's going to be interesting. Number five at our guards or wing players, we have the captain or the co-captain of the power, Katino Mobley, former Houston Rocket. You know, kind of your your standard point guard. He's going to be able to manage this team run the floor pretty well, although it is a half-court setting. What do you think about Katino Mobley in our five spot, So, yeah, just so people know how we did these rankings, we did it 
you know, a lot of us, we looked at pedigree, right. you know, stat trackers, yep. what we see now. Like and I also, said, you mentioned this, right. Platforms. You mentioned this. Some of these guys are one year out of the league. Some of these Correct. guys are 10 years out of the league. Remember, also in our kind of second tier, we had another guy in the three-headed monsters, a guy, Mahmoud Abdul Raouf. Mm-hmm. We all love him, but he's been out of the game for a while, so he fell into that second tier of guards. But you think Coutinho Mobley has a shot to do work for the power? Yeah, now here, these two guards, the, the four and the five spot, um, yes. Shard Lewis and Coutinho. When we first started talking about the big three, Richard Lewis was one of my favorites mm-hmm. to be one of the better players in this league. Right. Um, here's my thing with these two uh, guards. They remind me of like a Jamal Crawford now where they will get any shot they want in this right. league. Uh, they both well, average they make around 16 shots? points for their career. <laughs> I think they will. Uh, that's the kind of player they were, uh, players they were. And uh, they're probably going to be the most exciting to watch, in my opinion, other than uh, White Chocolate I've seen. You know, a lot of clips of him on Uh social media. And he's been killing it. I'm and, so excited. That and interestingly so enough, we have not yet named him in our guard rankings, and we are down to our final three. In the three spot, we have someone who is a pure ambassador for this league, the captain of three's company. It is the answer, AI, Allen Iverson. Do we really even need to say anything? Is it surprising that he's only third on our list? Uh to some, it would be uh, 26 points per game for a career yeah. would kind of render a number one But he's one been out spot. the league for a while. But I'm, uh, that's what we gave Chauncey Billups. Like I said, we combined pedigree, right. you know, stats, and Chauncey Billups, you know, exemplified what a point guard really was, and he's not that old. No so. doubt. So, But in our two spot, you mentioned him already, White Chocolate, White Chocolate. Jason Williams. Yep. Let me ask you this, though. We have Jason Williams in our two spot, and we have Richard Lewis in our four spot. These are both guards on the same team. The three-headed monsters look diesel. But here's the thing. Do you think they will um, kind of cut into each other's production and steals? Like, Do you think it's kind of like a backfield by committee kind of no, thing? No, no. You here, think they can both get off? Here's the thing. If you've seen White Chocolate recently, he can still pass, man, and... All Richard Lewis needs is a little space, and he will score. Uh, you just kind of look at their bigs, or their big, I should say. Their one and big, basically, is uh, former first overall draft pick Kwame Brown. Correct, and you like Kwame I do Brown. like Kwame. I Let it be known, I like Kwame. I think Kwame is going to take this seriously and really look for this to be an opportunity for the— um, for you know, folks to kind of change the narrative around Kwame Brown. But that gets to our number one overall rated guard helpful. in this league, representing the killer threes. It's Chauncey Billups. Let me tell you something. One more thing about the big three, because I know we got to go to break real quick. Remember we talked about um, how Ice Cube had a challenge for LeVar Ball? Well, LeVar Ball has answered the challenge. Can we play that real quick, Donnie B.? Boy, West Coast, baby. You triple B's. We're going to accept that challenge, man. But if I make this shot before you make it, you got to buy my whole travel ball team, which is 14 people, the Z02s. Now, watch, Let's he's going to take a shot. Tell me what you hear here. Tell me what you hear here. You want to see that form? Does it sound like this went in? It's still pretty. That does not sound like it went in. That does not sound like it went in. That sounded like a brick to me. What do you think, Donnie B? That that sounded back rim. He <laughs> pretended he made it, but he, he, he pretended he made it. Remember, we we've rim. seen now that we have video evidence of Lavar Ball. We also have video evidence of what was it, Lamelo or Leangelo Ball? I'm telling you, and we're gonna talk about this a little bit uh, tomorrow. I kind of think that Lavar should have taken any deal he could have got from you know Under Armour, Adidas, Nike. That would have been good, man. And there's there's reports out there that of the numbers that 
you know, these big three companies were actually offering the Ball family. We're going to talk about that a little bit tomorrow. I think, I'm telling you, I think LeVar continues to do a disservice to his children. But, yo... The publicity machine continues, and big shout-out again to Ice Cube and the Big Three for latching on to what they know will get them buzz, they know will get them clicks. We continue to talk about the Big Three here. We're going to be covering it all summer long. But when we come back, we're going to tie a nice, neat little bow on this episode of the Fantasy Freestyle. We're going to check in on the poll. We're going to check in on the scores around Major League Baseball as well. All that and more when we come back. It's your boy Dane Martinez, Speeds, the spitting statistician here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle. It's your boy Dane Martinez holding you down. Right here on a Wednesday with my man Donnie Burns, keeping it so hot that we sweat steam. Let me real quick go around Major League Baseball real quick. Uh, we got games for the New York-based teams. Yankees and Orioles still scoreless in the top of the third inning. And the Brewers have jumped out to an early lead on Jacob DeGrom and the Mets. They are up 3-0 on the strength of home runs by Keon Broxton and Eric Thames with his 14th home run of the season. You know, he kind of slowed down a little bit after that incredible April. Remember, he had that comment that he had... Uh, a lot of blood and urine uh, hasn't hit many home runs ever since that testing and ever since that comment about all the blood and urine he has. We shall see. Also, remember I had a uh, poll question up there on that at FNTSY radio Twitter handle and also the at Spit and Speeds. Now, with that participation trophy culture, only 2% of you agree with that. So I wonder, why do they have it in the first place? Someone had to originate that this was a great idea, but only 2% of the listeners here at Spittin' Speeds, at FNTSY, agree with it. 73% say no, 25% say only up to a certain age. That's what a quarter of you believe. Coming up next on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, it is in this league with my man Chris Welsh and Scott Bogman. They're going to be holding you down. I think they're going to probably Probably be talking a little bit Bryce Harper. He's beginning to serve his suspension. All that and more. What you need to win your leagues and win that cash in Major League Baseball. And then tomorrow on the Fantasy Freestyle, as we go into June, we're definitely going to highlight the NBA Finals with my man Donnie Burns. You heard Don thinks it's Cavs and Six. You're going to hear my prediction for the series as well. We're also going to go into those big three rankings. We're going to talk about the bigs. You're going to hear names like Corey Maggette, Kenyon Martin, Al Harrington, and the like as we, uh, you know, Turn the calendar page to June. Thank you to everybody for voting at our poll questions. Thanks to everybody for listening live here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. And thanks to everybody who downloads after iTunes, Fantasy Sports Radio Network app, all that. It is an honor to continue to give you what you need to win your leagues and win that cash here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. That's about it for me today. From my man Donnie Burns on the ones and twos, I'm your boy Dane Martinez. Speeds the spitting statistician. Come on back tomorrow, same bat time, same bat channel, here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Of course, shout-out, as always, to our sports byline affiliates around the country and the American Forces Radio Network around the world. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Peace. Does your fantasy team suck? Maybe you need us. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network. The only free 24-7 fantasy sports.